Welcome to Church Media HQ. I am your host, Luke Clayton. And before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you to take a moment to subscribe. Wherever you're listening to podcasts, we're available on just about any podcast platform out there, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Or if you are watching on YouTube, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way you will be the first to know when we drop new content like this. And lastly, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, please take a moment to like this video. It helps us get seen by more church leaders just like you. Now today, we are having a conversation with Church Media HQ contributor and Church Media HQ regular Jeremy Lenentine. Jeremy is a outreach pastor in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, which is in the greater Albuquerque area. And he's got a lot of insight on marketing, outreach, and just working in church in general. So enjoy today's conversation with Jeremy Lenentine. So let's let's dive right into it today. A little bit of uh, I don't know. Maybe it's controversial, depending on who you are. So let's talk about. I think we had decided today to talk about uh, politics, uh, and we are at time of going live here. Uh, we have we're on January twenty first, so we just got a new president yesterday, and obviously a very heated election cycle. Um, and really a very heated four years, uh, past four years, if you will, on the political spectrum. Um, and something that I've observed is that this has been kind of the most that, that I've noticed that uh, it's been the most active I have seen church leaders. Um, and I think that's not just because of who the president was. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that social media uh, is in full swing now and really playing a huge pivotal part in all ways of life. Um, but yeah, just very vocal um, about, you know, where they stand on, on politics and, you know, some people more, I guess, uh, in your face about it than others. Um, I know you, Jeremy, though, you have uh, a pretty, when it talks about political involvement, I mean, you, you're involved and I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'm going to let you kind of know, let everybody know how, they are, or how, how you are involved in, in politics. Yeah, so I'm involved, uh, but most so, more so on the local level. Um, so, I mean, like a lot of people, uh, you know, especially if you're a Christian, you know, things matter to you about, you know, the state of our country. And, and so I was kind of liked and followed politics probably, yo know, just the last, I don't know, eight or nine years. Um, but just voted and, you know, kind of tried to get to know the candidates a little bit. But then uh, three years ago, uh, the guy, there was a, a guy in town who went to another church similar to ours. We become friendly and, and everything. And uh, he became the mayor of our city, uh, I think, six years ago. So on his first and his second campaign, I kind of helped him and uh you know, held signs and met with people, you know, went out in the community a little bit for him just so that we could have a good Christian mayor in our city. And, you know, that, that'd be good for us. And then about three years ago, uh, he came to me at, we were just having a men's Bible study at Chick-fil-A and he said, Hey, look, there's this opening on the city council. And, uh, you know, I'd like for you to, to apply for it and consider, you know, being on the city council. You know, I had worked 
at the church here for five years. Um, at that point, I was 33 years old. And uh, so I told him, I said, well, look, I don't mind applying at all, but I'm sure I'm like way underqualified and, and you know, that no one would want to, to choose me. And he said, well, the way it works is is I get to pick who it is and then the other counselors, they'll vote on you, but it's, it's my choice if we're filling a seat. And two, you're going to be like, you know, more qualified than you think. So I said, okay. So I filled it out, you know, turned it in or whatever else. And then he called me and said, all right, hey, we picked you. So I went to a meeting and uh, there was five counselors at that time and they voted and uh, four of them voted for me and one voted against. And uh, that was it. That was enough to be on the council. Um, So kind of dove in, not knowing anything about it at all, tried to go to some classes uh, that they offer to get people caught up and everything. Uh, But I've been doing that for three years now. Last year, uh, I had an election in March of 2020 and uh, I got out early got a lot of signs out as soon as I could and nobody ran against me so it ran unopposed which automatic win there and then I've got another election in uh, two years in 2022 to get me back on the four-year cycle uh, to where you'd only have to run every four years but yeah I mean I came into it as unexpected didn't think about it all didn't think it you know wasn't even looking to jump into it uh, but now that I'm in, man, I, I, I really do want to convince and try to help uh, pastors and, and church leaders, um, good, you know, good Christians who are Christian, um, you know, Christian uh, and a good church or whatever to, to run. Because I think it's really important, especially on a local level, that we're represented. And instead of, you know, just complaining about things uh, and maybe, you know, I mean, what I do doesn't affect Washington. Um, but it really helps on a local level and it's really helped me a lot to meet a lot of people. So yeah, that's what I do. So three years now on our um, city council in the town of Rio Rancho, I have just over a hundred thousand people now in our town and um, the average age here is 37. So I'm right in the, the, uh, you know, the average age range. So, you know, can represent the community well from that aspect and uh, really enjoy it. It's, it's a lot uh, it's, it's less of a time commitment than I thought, and uh, it's a lot more enjoyable than I thought it would be, and interesting, and it's opened a lot more doors than I knew that it could open. So uh, I would have never jumped in on my own, but I'm glad that that I did. And so if I can help any other you know people to answer some questions or for them to get involved too, uh, local is the way to go. You are able to meet people and make a difference, and uh, you know it's it's easy to start to get involved. So yeah. Well, uh, I, I, our joke with Bo, our producer, kind of the nickname that we've given you, even though this doesn't accurately reflect your title, is Mayor Jeremy. Uh, just, I don't know why Bo came up with that. We find it funny. It's not funny to anybody else. It's an inside joke. You know, everybody would love to be a part of one someday. But uh, I uh, but I think it's really, uh, when you told me that, I was just, you know, you told me, I guess, what, a couple, how long has it been now? Two years, three years? Um, uh, right three years. Yeah. How I'll say that again. You, you cut out right at three years, three years. Yeah. So when you told me about it, it was shortly after we had just been out there with you shooting a video project and, uh, I, we were just like, Oh, okay. That's, that's cool. Um, and, uh, and so that, that's really awesome. So let's, let's back it up a little bit and let's talk about, I guess, first of all, let's start with some philosophy, if you will, or, uh, yeah, I guess uh, preference when it comes to, I, I kind of see, 
course, there's extremes of everything, but basically two two sides or two schools of thought, more or less. Um, and there is those who are very vocal. I've talked about when it comes to the church leader space, um, and I guess people in general, but especially church leaders, there are those that are really vocal about politics and, um, you know, they're, they're endorsing candidates and particular parties and platforms. Um, and they're making a really big deal about politics. And, and most of the time that's on the national level. Um, there, or maybe the state level, uh, you know, especially, like I said, we've just come through this vicious election cycle. And so the, you know, the presidential race is obviously on everybody's mind and that's the one I'm talking about. And then there's the other side, which takes a completely, um, almost zero public stance, uh, when it comes to politics, they say nothing. Uh, they don't endorse candidates. They don't endorse parties. They don't, um, you know, take any sort of, uh, like I said, public um, platform when it comes to politics. Uh, and uh, this can be a really controversial, uh, you know, topic and, and, and as far as point of view and perspective. So I wanted to kind of talk a little, what, do you, what, do you, what is your opinion? What is the, the proper approach in your opinion to, um, you know, being vocal about your politics, uh, if you will, politics in the pulpit. Yeah. So, I mean, from the Bible, we know we're supposed to pray for our leaders, no matter who those leaders are. Um, we're supposed to, you know, stand up for righteousness. And so I, I think that that's one thing past that. I mean, I, I know that there are different people that are involved, uh, they have different interest level. So I believe that if you're someone who, you know, you're really interested in politics and you're passionate about it, um, that I think that God puts that desire in people's hearts in order to serve. Because look, someone's going to be, you know, your uh, city councilor, someone's going to be your state representative, you know, someone's going to be your mayor, you know, or whatever. And I believe that, you know, if, if God has, if it's something you're interested in and God's kind of placed it in your heart to do, that's probably as leading as prompting to get involved. I think at, at least that pastors, you know, if we're talking to pastors, if we're talking to church leaders, that you should be involved as far as, you know, knowing and meeting candidates. And if it's people that you can get behind their values, um, you know, helping them. One of the biggest things that, that candidates always need, you know, you just think well, money, 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 you know. And that's true. A lot of these campaigns are really expensive. Um, but uh, just someone to go and like to to knock on doors for them and to talk to pass out literature and different stuff like that um my city councilor actually uh in her two races i had helped her i'd gone out knocking a little bit um same thing for the mayor same thing for one other guy who's running for a county uh commissioner uh role so i'd kind of been willing to get involved and i think that's one of the things that put me on the mayor's radar um, but I think that most people would rather just, you know, it's easier to complain about it and to be frustrated, right, than to actually do something about it. And so um, I think that, you know, I, while I think that it's good to be to intentionally talk about politics, where I think that people mess up, um, I'm not a pastor, but was talking to pastors is if we stray off and we're talking about it all the time, we didn't intend to. It's just we got going on our sermon and, oh, might as well say all this other stuff or whatever, you know. Um, but if you're going to intentionally deal with it um, and, and you know, talk politics, for example, uh, I think that's fine. And um, I think I would encourage people to know their candidates, to get involved, their people too. And uh, you can be more of an influence, you know, than you think, even if you're not willing to run yourself, 
you know, just to get involved, invite these folks to your church. And there's almost this stigma, which I think is unfair. You know, if a politician ever comes to church, we've actually had two um, come to our church and get saved and uh, and join our church. Uh, but I remember when they first started coming, you know, people were like, oh, well, they're just here, you know, for the votes, right? Or they're just here because it's time to campaign, you know? And for some people, that's true. You know, they tour their churches, go all around and try to meet a lot of people or whatever, especially if they're of one political party. Um, and so, you know, there's that there's that uh, maybe distrust or whatever. Um, but, you know, when you meet people, especially on the local level, they're a lot more, um, you know, just just people um, than, you know, than they're made out to be sometimes. So I think that's one thing. And two, um, I, I mean, I don't know, Luke, what do you think? You talk to a lot of people. Do you think... Do you think that people are a little too politics in the pulpit or is it something that now we're going to need to start, you know, taking a stand? Because I think the worst thing is to just never say anything and then just let people guess. Um, But maybe you have a different take on that. Well, so you're talking a lot, uh, kind of a lot of what you've talked about thus far is um, local, local politics, you know, local involvement. And from what I see, uh, that is not really the um, the level that you know church leaders get vocal about. Um, they tend to make, like I said, with the election cycle, and and I, as insane as it was, it's obviously fresh on everyone's mind. So what I notice is, and again, a lot of times it's like, well, all you can see is what people put on Twitter uh, or what people put on social media. But what I see is just this, you know. And, and, and almost this fatalism that accompanies like, if my guy doesn't win the presidency in this case, then it's all over. And it's almost this sense of, you know, um, hope and, and it's almost like, it's like all you're putting all your chips in on, on the president. And so I, I'm very like, I very much believe in a hands-off approach to government and, um, you know, my thing has always been if uh, you, we want religious liberty. Yes. Uh, obviously that's, that's something that America is built on and I think it's valuable and I don't want to see that go away. Um, but putting so much, you know, I guess stock in, you know, the, the government in general and the presidency as a church leader, uh, for example, I, I, we actually just had a conversation um, with uh, Nate Skelly last week about this and he's a financial advisor. So he kind of comes from the, the financial angle on everything. Um, but I, I've, I have, I've seen uh, pastors and church leaders, you know, really they change direction uh, in their leadership as far as what they're going to do and their plan and their vision of their church based on who's in the Oval Office. And, you know, based off of a, maybe a, a anticipation of some, some politics that are going to, or policies that are come going to come down the line that could negatively affect the church. And, and again, it doesn't happen. It's not that it, it, it happened. It's just, Oh, well, this might happen. So we're going to hold off, you know, we're, we're not, we're going to do something different. And I don't know. I understand that has to, uh, play a factor in it, but you know, on the grand scheme of things, like the mission of the church doesn't change. Um, you know, it, it doesn't say that, you know, you, you fulfill the mission of the church only if your political party is in office. So, you know, I, I, that's for me where I do understand the, 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 the disagreement there of, well, 
yeah, we need to be involved. But like I said, you're talking about the local level. I agree. I think that's great. Uh, yeah. And I think that's that's where if people are going to put their energy into politics, that's where they need to put it, not into, uh, you know, tweeting and ranting about, you know, the presidential race and, and all this stuff. Right. So, yeah. So here's my thing. If, if someone wants to get him, you know, if someone wants to have an opinion, we all have an opinion, especially in our space. Like everyone has pretty loud opinions because, you know, naturally someone who's a pastor is an opinionated person, which is a good thing, obviously. Um, but my thing is, right. If someone's talking politics and complaining about it, they're talking about Pennsylvania Avenue at the White House. Right. Um, and, that, and that's good. And we should have an opinion about that. But I think that if you're going to have an opinion, a strong opinion about that, but you've never taken the time to meet with any of your local leaders that you could meet with, right? You could sit down and have a conversation. You as a pastor, especially, hey, I'm the pastor of this church in town or whatever, really like to meet with you. You could meet with your local mayor. He would take the time. You could meet with your city councilors or commissioners or aldermen or township trustees, depending on where you live, whatever they call them. You can meet with all of those people. But we don't want to do that. We just want to, you know, say, well, this person over here, you know, is is so anti-biblical. Therefore, they must be the Antichrist. Um, And so I guess opinion and harsh opinion without uh, taking any initiative at all to do any work or to reach out or to make inroads is what's frustrating to me. And that's where a lot of people are. They want to complain, but then they don't want to. um, Here at our church, we have have a meeting um, for uh, the local uh, party and they come once a month and they meet or whatever. And honestly, it's a room, it's filled with people that have a lot of questions and have a lot of complaints. And then at the end of the meeting, it's always like, Hey, we got these couple of candidates. Uh, you know, if you can sign up to help them go out and to pass out their information and let people know so we can get them elected, you know, please sign up here. And like, no one signs up mm-hmm. because that's not what they're there for. They're there just to complain about something and go home and feel better about themselves. And to me, that just doesn't, if I'm going to complain about it, I would rather get involved and try to, you know, help it or whatever. So, but I do, what you bring up is a good point. I want to dispel a couple of myths real quick um, because uh, when I tell people that I'm in politics or whatever, um, they immediately think, you know, like, well, this issue or, you know, uh, an abortion issue or this issue on transgender bathrooms or, you know, and local city stuff is like none of that. So there's three different levels. And depending on what you want to be involved in, um, there's local like city stuff. And then there is state uh, that's, you know, representatives and and senators and that's state. And then, of course, there's national and and that's really big. And we're probably not talking to any of those people today. Um, But on the city level, particularly where I'm at, it's nonpartisan. So you're not going out there and running as, and you're not registering as a Republican or Independent or Democrat. You're just a person running for the city council. So therefore, on the council, I mean, 90% of what we deal with is land use issues. You know, can we build this house here? Um, you know, can we shrink the size of this housing development? You know, this park right here, how should it be maintained? That kind of stuff. Um, the most political thing that we've had to pass in the three years I've been there is just continuing on declaring a health emergency, you know, so that if anything happened, we're covered by our insurance. I mean, it's it's not partisan. You know, when I go and talk to people in their door, they, that's what they want to know. Well, were you a Republican or a Democrat? And, um, you know, I don't mind telling you, but also it doesn't at all matter because I'm not touching any issues that are party controversial. Um, but also, man, I've met so many people in the doors that have been opened um, to meet with people from 
you know, police chiefs, fire chiefs, um, business owners, chamber members, schools, right? The mayor, of course, all city hall staff. Um, it's incredible the doors that get opened, you know, through that. But it's nonpartisan, you know. So if that doesn't sound appealing to you at all, um, then you know you need to go for something like a state, you know, a state rep or whatever, um, which is still not not beyond your reach. I mean, you could do it. You could run for any of those things. Uh, but that is kind of a, a myth that when when I tell people that you know that's what I do, they automatically you know start asking me questions about you know what they heard on you know, Fox or CNN or whatever else. And, and that's, that's not what we do. You know, we deal with the boring stuff of securing water rights, you know, and, uh, stuff like that. So, um, but I think it's, I think it's extremely valuable and I think that you should pursue it. And if you're not willing to pursue it, I think as a pastor, you should at least be willing to take a month or two and just, and meet with these local people, just tell them what your church is interested in. You know, can we help in any way? If you have any food drives or any like, you know, stuff like that we'd like to be involved and just get your church like a really good um, testimony in your community Uh, every single pastor wants that and I think it's worth pursuing Thanks again for joining us here at Church Media HQ. I'm excited that you would take a moment to be with us and your time I know is valuable, so it means a lot that you would take some time to spend here with us today. Again, remember to subscribe or like this video if you're watching, and we look forward to being with you next time here on Church Media HQ. But before we go, as always, I want to remind you, it's time to try something new. And why is that? Well, because it is so much better to fail at trying the incredible than to succeed at doing the average. We'll see you next time right here on Church Media HQ.